Donna Maturo McAleer, Executive Director, Bicycle Collective. Kai Cox, Location Director, Salt Lake City Bicycle Collective. Our partners this summer in our summer drive for Gifts for Good, we're talking about the Bikes for Goodwill with the Bicycle Collective, which is 20 years old in October. Donna, can you give me some round numbers about the number of bikes that go to largely kids, but some adults too every year? So on average, Laura, we provide somewhere in the neighborhood of 1,400 bikes a year to people throughout Utah throughout our four locations, both children and adults through our Bikes for Goodwill program. You get a lot more donated though. And from those you make, you make other bikes good and healthy and others you strip for parts, but you also end up recycling a lot. Totally. And to your point, right, when we get a donated bike, we average about 5,200 bikes donated a year. We triage them and we either repair and refurbish them to make them available to people through our Bikes for Goodwill program to promote healthy lifestyles and provide transportation equity to people. Those that we don't repair and give away, we strip for parts and we use those on other bikes we rebuild. And the other third, we repair and we make available in our four shops at affordable prices. So we are becoming an increasing alternative to people looking to get into biking for the first time or try out a new type of bike. And that those sales through our community bike shop fund our operations. Now, I think you cited a really staggering number to me about material you do recycle. 57.9 tons. What Tons of what? Tons of material recycled annually by the Bicycle Collective. That includes steel and aluminum, as well as rubber. All right. So you either part it, put it into bikes, fixing them up, and you uh, Frankenstein as much as you can. And then all of this is about... Um, getting folks on their bikes. And I liked what you said about transportation equity. So Kai, talk to me about the folks that come into the shop. You're the manager down at Salt Lake City, which will be a new hub eventually, right? Yes. So Uh, tell me about that. um, So we deal with people from all walks of life. And it's actually a great place. You know, you'll have somebody who works a full-time job rubbing shoulders with somebody who is getting back up on their feet. Uh, Lots of good opportunity to meet the people who live in your area at our shop. Uh, and it's a place that, you know, it's, it's, uh, people from all walks of life can come together and and share the space and I'll use it the same. Um, the bikes we give away, we do that with, uh, through a couple of channels. Uh, we do, we partner with a lot of organizations in the Valley. We're up to about 38, 40, uh, different programs with other organizations that we give away bikes through. Um, they will refer some of their clients and that's people who are transitioning from houselessness. That's people who are in recovery. That's people who are looking for employment. Uh, it's people who can't drive for some reason. And a bike is a, uh, in conjunction with public transportation is a good way for them to get around, uh, to help them kind of meet the needs in their life. Uh, and then we also do a lot of work specifically with kids. Uh, we do, we partner with IRC, uh, International Rescue Committee, Catholic Community Services, uh, Boys and Girls Club, just to name a few, to give bikes to kids in low or no-income families. Um, and 
And recently, over the last couple of years, we've been working specifically with refugee kids to give bikes away. And it's been really cool. I'm guessing that in some of these cases, you also, in addition to teaching them how to uh, take care of the bike, you got to teach them how to ride the bike. Yep. And there's a really good story from a giveaway we did in 2019. Uh, We had brought a trailer full of bikes up to IRC, downtown Salt Lake, and had a team of staff and volunteers there helping the kids get on the bikes. And one of our longtime volunteers and board members was helping this little girl in a very pretty dress learn how to ride a bike for the first time. She had this great big red bow on the back of her dress, and one of the strings or one of the Tails of the bow was about to get sucked into the rear wheel, so we got a really good image of him chasing her across the parking lot, trying to help keep the bow out of the tires. And it's it's stories like it's like stories like that where you're connecting with people who are newly arrived to the country, uh, getting back up on their feet. Uh, bicycles are really fun. Uh, you see a lot of smiles when people get on the bike for the first time in a long time. Uh, it's really rewarding. So Donna, I know that you joined the organization in recent years, but this has got to be really rewarding kind of work. The work we do at the Bicycle Collective is meaningful, impactful, and it changes people's lives. As Kai mentioned, it's a place where the entire community comes together. So we are very much um, a volunteer-driven organization. We have a lot of people in the community that have excellent bike mechanic skills, and you combine those with those of our professional mechanics who are on staff. And as again, as Kai said, you always see a bike and a smile go together. And I think most people remember if they have a bike, what their first bike was, maybe the color, maybe it was a banana seat, maybe it was huge handlebars. So what I love about our work is the meaningful, measurable impact in somebody's life, whether that's a bicycle for recreation where they can use it to go explore, escape, or go on adventure, or they're using it to go to the grocery store, to go to medical appointments, to access other services. Um, the, the wonderful thing about a bike is it's affordable, it's practical. It's environmentally friendly, and it promotes a healthy lifestyle. And to be clear, the Bicycle Collective is a nonprofit with four locations. So, folks, maybe what you're listening to, you're going, well, um, I got a bike. Well, do you have a place to work on it, perhaps? Do you want to learn how to work on it? There's open hours at your four locations, right? Correct. There's what we call open shop where the community is welcome. And each of our four shops have different hours. So it's best to check our website, which is bicyclecollective.org for those locations and hours. We also offer community classes for people to learn everything from how to fix a flat tire to how to change a drivetrain to I'm interested in getting into bike commuting. What kinds of things do I need? What kind of bike should I be buying? What kind of accessories do I need? So anything about bikes, you can come to us and learn. And I'm guessing, Kai, you can use some volunteers during those open shop hours. Yep, we're always uh, welcoming new volunteers, anybody who's interested in helping out. Do you have to know how to work the bike, crank and all that? Nope, we'll we'll teach anybody anything. Um, And information on volunteering is also on our website. I want to go back to the notion of building community through bicycles and those different classes, those different nights. You really work with different organizations to help them build community, too. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell me some of the specialty uh, shop hours you have. Um, so classes, we're working on resuming those uh, since the pandemic has, has kind of reached this point. But the classes generally will go through each system of a bicycle one part at a time. It takes a lot of hours to cover a whole bicycle, you know, top to bottom. But uh, we break it down into like reasonable chunks that people can can kind of tackle and the classes we do primarily in our own shop uh, and then when folks from our partner organizations have clients uh, that need help working on their bikes they can come during our open shop hours okay. and that's primarily where we're we're kind of doing like ad hoc teaching mm-hmm. depending on what the problem is with the bicycle what's the most exciting or gratifying thing for you Kai when it comes to bikes for goodwill um, honestly, it's cool to see something that sat in somebody's garage maybe for 15 or 25 years uh, that, that uh, when it comes to us, is one step away from garbage, um, but with a little bit of elbow grease and uh, some you know, used parts, it can become a, a really powerful tool to elevate somebody's life. Um, I was, I worked with, uh, when I was working in our Provo shop, I worked with a gentleman, um, who was down on his luck, uh, homeless and, uh, didn't have a job, um, and chose to come volunteer with us instead of spending his time doing other things and spent a lot of time, uh, learning how to work on his bikes. He earned a bicycle from us, uh, through volunteering and, uh, over the course of a year, uh, he was able to get himself into some housing assistance and find himself a part-time job um, and think credits the Bicycle Collective with being a place that he could, you know, structure his time and give back to the community while he was working on improving his life situation. Donna, as the buck stops here, head of the organization, what's the most gratifying thing about Bicycle Collective for you? The most gratifying aspect of the Bicycle Collective is seeing so many people from so many different walks of life come together over this shared interest of what these two wheels can do to you, whether it's for enjoyment, whether it's for employment, um, whether it's for day-to-day independence. Um, The whole community comes together in a shared love of bicycles and sharing that knowledge and expressing that knowledge. And I, I think for me, the joy I get, whether it's an adult or a child, when they get a bike and they sit on that bike for the first time, the smiles that it generates. Um, again, it's, it's, it's a whole new world and a lot of adventure. Okay, just an oddball question since we talked about everyone can remember the first bike. Donna, what was your first bike? My first bike was a yellow Raleigh bike. Um, it was a 10 speed. I think I got it when I was in fourth grade. It was a bright yellow one. And I saw one similar come into the organization a couple months ago. And it took me right back to Connecticut where I grew up. Who taught you to ride? I think it was my parents who taught me to ride. Um, yeah. There you go. Kai, what was your first bike? So I got a late start. I got my first bike in college, um, and I had learned to ride a bike as a kid, but it wasn't really a big part of my life, um, and me and my siblings all shared the same bike kind of a thing. Um, but my first bike that I owned, I got in college from the Provo Bicycle Collective uh, um, about six months after they started, and they helped me. Uh, I got I got it from the collective, and everything was broken on it, uh, so they helped me fix it piece by piece. And, uh, that kind of started the, 
the next 10 years of what would be volunteering and employment with Bicycle Collective. So You're the manager of the Salt Lake City shop. Yep. And that is being rebuilt. Donna, tell us just uh, briefly, what's what's the timeline? Where are you? And when can we help you cut the ribbon? So this transformative project, we're hopeful that we'll be breaking ground in the next couple of months, probably mid-August to mid-September. Again, the location is in the Central 9th District, which is 9th South and 325 West. We'd love for the community to help us get involved in coming to finalize this project. The city city of Salt Lake has been an amazing partner from the land to most recently a bridge construction loan to help us get started, as well as Norda, the Norda Foundation, which has been our cornerstone um, partner in this. But we have a public phase of the campaign where we're trying to encourage 10,000 members of the community to donate $100 each, which is $1 million to build this community space. In the last couple of years, especially due to the pandemic, we've seen amazing constru- amazing volatility in the construction market and building industry, and the costs have riv- risen significantly. And this is about a $5 million project. So we're trying to get that gap closed. Again, the city of Salt Lake has been an, an amazing partner, the Norda Foundation um, and others. And we'd like to encourage the community, whatever you can afford to give, we would be happy to accept to put into this community space. And the amazing thing about this new location, it, there are many types of bicycle organizations around the country there is no one bicycle organization that does what we do and does it all of it. Um, this new space is going to allow us to have our operations simultaneously, our sales and retail, our community space where anybody can come in and work, as well as a service center and as classrooms. Right now, our space is the biggest Um, capacity limitation. One of the other things we've done also at the Bicycle Collective, and this was inspired by the pandemic, is we really have tried to improve our digital presence. As I shared with you, our retail operations, that thrift, that value-added thrift store, which funds our operations and funds about 60% of our programs, um, we've tried to break down geographic barriers, meaning We now sell used bikes and parts and branded merchandise online, and we've shipped bikes around the country now, and that's a model that's helping us stabilize revenues year-round. One other thing I wanted to mention about our programming, one of our um, programs is what we call um, women, we, we have another program to encourage people who are not typically those involved in mechanics. And we welcome women and gender expansive people to our space in an inclusive and an exclusive kind of night. Um, it varies at each shop, but that's a time that's dedicated for people who have felt marginalized in the industry to learn about mechanics. We'll help guide you, we'll provide instruction, but the wrenches are going to be in your hands and you're going to do the work. Another way to build community. Another way to build community. What's the website where folks can catch up with you and learn in particular about the uh, Bikes for Goodwill with the Bicycle Collective? The website is bicyclecollective.org.